Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Only by learning to fully embrace all aspects of ourselves, even the most seemingly negative elements of our minds and hearts, will we learn to fully embrace others. Only by discovering the basic goodness in both our lotus and our mud will we come to see the basic goodness of all living beings? Think about that for a moment. This is by Pima Chodron, one of my favorite, favorite people. And this is out of the book, Welcoming the Unwelcome. And what does this have to do with today? Well, I got to thinking, how often do we live our lives trying to prove how smart we are? How, whether that be in our jobs, in our relationships, How often do we become unrelatable to people because we're trying to one-up them? Think about school. So I was the average kid in school. I was not in AP classes. I was not the best basketball player. I was not the best soccer player. I had the boyfriend of nine years. I I don't know. I, I always felt mediocre. I remember my friends getting soccer scholarships and their parents taking them on traveling leagues in the summer. And then like a group of the girls I played basketball with were in AP English and AP chemistry and their parents were teachers. And I just felt mediocre in my life. And I'm now out of school for 15 years. And I still think that there are times in our lives that we're trying to prove how smart we are. And maybe this is where you're at right now. But in thinking about this, I thought about how it made me feel, and it didn't make me feel very good, which is why I wanted to bring it to your attention, because maybe you're not feeling very good about where you're at right now, because you're trying to prove yourself to somebody else, which is a terrible way to live. So think about this. There's a thing called the cognitive triangle, and it really shows how thoughts, emotions, and behaviors affect each other, okay? So this means that changing your thoughts will change how you feel and behave, so at the top of the triangle, if you're driving, if, you, if you're not, you can draw this, but at the top of the triangle, put the situation. Put a box, write situation, whatever it is. A situation is anything that happens in your life, which triggers the cognitive triangle. Put an arrow downward and put a circle or a square and write thoughts. This is your thoughts about the situation. So thoughts are your interpretation. So for example, if a stranger looks at you with an angry expression, you could think, oh no, what did I do wrong? Or maybe they're having a bad day. That's your thought. Then draw another arrow to your behavior and another arrow to your emotion. So you have the situation at the top of the triangle, then you have thoughts. Then off of thoughts, you have behaviors and emotions. Emotions are feelings, happy, sad, angry. I talk about emotions all the time, right? They come and they go. But they have physical components as well as mental. So low energy when we're feeling sad or maybe a stomach ache when we're nervous, you know, those butterflies, right? What about your behavior? Your behavior is your response to the situation. How often do I say, respond, don't react? 
So behaviors are your actions. Maybe they're saying something or doing something or choosing not to do anything. That's also a choice. So you have this cognitive triangle, which shows how your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors affect one another. If your situation is constantly trying to prove how smart you are, how do you think, what do you think you're telling yourself? What thoughts are you telling yourself? What are your behaviors? How are you showing up? What are your emotions? Probably I'm not good enough. Your thoughts, I'm not good enough. Your behaviors, I'm going to show them. That's not a way to live your life. How exhausting. This cognitive triangle is something that I ran into the other day when I was doing some research as I'm building a blueprint for my own website and to help other people. And I thought, people want to relate to you. And if we spend our time trying to prove that we're better or that we know more, so say on this podcast, for example, y'all, how often have I referenced a research-based article? Maybe twice in 137 episodes, maybe twice. I'm looking out my window, staring at my neighbor's house and looking at the shingles. They could use a new roof. Um, I'm talking from my heart. Do I make a few notes? Yeah. But the thing is, if I wanted to be the smartest person on a, on this podcast, I'm the only person, but if I wanted to like one-up somebody else who's talking about mental health and talking about change and all the things I like to talk about, relationships, I would be trying to throw statistics at you and be um, building arguments about what other people are saying and how I agree or disagree. And that's not me. That's me trying to prove something. And improving something, you're telling yourself something that's not true. And that's that you're not good enough. So think about this. Think about getting clear about what makes you happy and what makes you feel most alive. How are you not showing up because you are trying to prove yourself? We need people to feel happy and fulfilled so they don't take their shit out on on themselves and other people. And it's exhausting trying to be somebody you're not. You are good enough. You're smart enough. You're fine enough. You're strong enough. You're sexy enough. You don't need validation from other people. You're already enough. So when trying to show the world that we're flawless or we're better to be liked or accepted by people, we're telling ourselves a narrative that we aren't good enough. How you show up, how you look in the mirror every morning, what you tell yourself, the lens in which you view yourself and other people is the lens you have on the world. And if you think everybody's out to get you, you're wrong. When's the last time you saw somebody like dancing in the gym, like doing a TikTok video or something like that, and you maybe giggled, or maybe you didn't even see them do it? Nobody cares. And I've talked to you guys about this before. Nobody cares. And the moment you stop caring, you can start living. Episode 133. And I'm not saying don't give a shit about what anybody thinks. I'm saying stop trying to prove yourself to people who don't care. If you embrace who you are and how beautiful you are and you just decide to be authentic, you're going to be relatable. Nobody comes on here for any research-based crap. If I literally transformed my podcast tomorrow and started talking about, I don't know, what do people talk about? The government or like, uh, what are those things? Like chat GPT and like Bitcoin or what? I don't even know what these things are. You guys would be so bored out of your freaking mind. You come on here because you know I'm relatable. And maybe you take something away or you teach somebody else or you show up differently or you are happier. You have more joy in your life. 
or you leave your nine to five or you get fired like me. That's cool too. Whatever, you know, you do you boo. Or maybe you just realize everything will be okay as soon as you're okay with everything. Regardless, you come on here because you can relate to me, not because I'm trying to prove something to you. I got nothing to prove. Every day my life's falling apart, falling apart, and I put it back together. And it's really fun. It's a nice game I play, right? But we're puzzle pieces in this life. We're meant to be connected to one another, which means we're meant to be different. Comparison is truly the thief of joy. So don't put on an act. Don't pretend to be somebody you're not. Think about your last first date. And if you've been married 30 years, I'm sorry, you probably can't remember back that far. But a lot of us are dating, I feel like. And I think about the night I met Cam. Okay, we went to a barbecue joint. How exhausting would it have been for me to show up as somebody I wasn't in hopes that he would have liked me? And then what if he did like me? And then I would have had to pretend to be that person. That's not going to last very long, you guys. Relationships are built on trust, being authentically you, and you build who you are in solitude. There's this big debate out there. There's literally a prime minister of loneliness. I believe it was in the, in the United Kingdom because loneliness is an epidemic, but there's a big difference between loneliness and solitude. Solitude's where you grow, how you change, where you learn what your values and beliefs are. And then when you enter in a relationship, you are whole without that person. I hate that saying like, oh, he's my better half. No, but that means you're the worst half. Like, come on. Why, why do we have these stigmas? Why do I have these say, sayings that we take so literally? You are complete without that person, completely complete. Embracing who you are and learning about what makes you tick is, it, it comes from you sitting in silence and being uncomfortable and being in solitude and growing. And even when you do enter into a relationship, you're still healing. You're still growing. I tell Cam that all the time. Like, I listen, I know you're going through things. I am too, but we can do it together. You don't have to do it alone. And I think that's a beautiful part of a relationship. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. It shouldn't be. I like the storm. I like to learn about what's going to be like, how are we going to navigate this? What's this look like for us? And the way you navigate things is usually based on your past experiences. So if you want to create a new future with somebody and not repeat old habits that didn't serve you, you have to show up as you. And if you're pretending to be somebody else, or you're trying to prove something, that means, number one, you're not listening when they're speaking. You're thinking about what you're going to say next. And number two, your rivals. You're trying to start a rivalry. You're, you're on the same team. If you're in a relationship, hi, hello, how are you? You're in a relationship, you're on the same team. Proving yourself is starting a rivalry. And that's, that's a never-ending battle that never goes away. Here's the funny thing about Cam and I. He's super competitive. I'm super not. But we played Yahtzee last weekend. And he brought out the competitive side of me, which was fun, right? It was a fun competition. But trying to prove yourself outside of being lighthearted and fun and meeting each other in the middle and having compassion for for where you're at is a war. And it's a war you're not going to win. So the people worth impressing just want you to be yourself. I'm going to say that again. The people worth impressing just want you to be yourself. I want to impress all of you. And so I'm going to be myself on this podcast every time. I think I've edited five out of 137 episodes. And by five, I mean like 
when my girlfriends have come on and we drank too much wine and we said some things that probably shouldn't have been said or we couldn't understand each other because we were just mumbling and talking over each other. <laughs> Love my girls. The people worth impressing just want you to be yourself. No one really knows what's best for you. Only you do. You are the only person who can change your life. Society's materialistic measurement of worth is worthless. Let me say that again. Society's materialistic measurement of worth is worthless. Let it go. Stop comparing yourself. Life is not a race. You have nothing to prove to anybody. The people who love you, who want to see you grow and thrive in this world, they're cheering you on for who you are. And not trying to prove yourself or pretend to be somebody you're not. You're embracing failure. You're embracing life's challenges. You're embracing the uncomfortable, uncertain challenges and and life situations that are going to be thrown at you. Love that for you. And remember, it's impossible to please everyone. And also, if you're trying to be all things to all people, you're nothing to no one. Show up as you. The right people come into your life. It's a law of attraction. It's proof. There's research out there. I'm not going to tell you what research because I I don't have an article in front of me, but I read it once or like 10 other times. You know what I'm saying? Just trust me on this one. So ask yourself a couple questions right now. How has the desire to be accepted by other people interfered with your life in the past year? What has it stopped you from doing or being? How have you coped with that feeling? And what does your cognitive triangle look like right now? What is your situation? What are your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors around that situation? Because changing your thoughts will change how you feel and behave. So change your thoughts about who you need to show up as. Because the people worth impressing just want you to be yourself. You do you, boo. That is the only version the world needs. Stop trying to prove how smart you are because you are good enough. You are smart enough. You are fine enough, sexy enough, strong enough. You don't need anybody else in this world to tell you anything different. I love you so much. Be kind, give back, drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.